Today's episode is brought to you by North Texas Honda Dealers. North Texas Honda Dealers, they're here to help. Welcome everyone to the Republic of Football. I'm your host, Shahan J. Rogers, the college football insider at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You can find all of our work at texasfootball.com. You can find us on Facebook, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You can find us on Twitter at DCTFCFB. And you can become a subscriber at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Well, as always, we've got Ishmael Johnson over there. Ish, how you doing? Yo, what is up? Nothing much, nothing much. And over there, we got Mallory Hartley. Mallory, what's up? Not much. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Uh, I will say, we are recording this podcast uh, what, on June 21st, so <laughs> hopefully no crazy news has dropped. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, we just decided to get right into it and start looking at the group of five teams. Um, yeah, so... I'm on vacation at this moment. Hopefully, I've made it successfully to my vacation. <laughs> right. Gosh, what am I going to be doing on Wednesday? That's a good question. I think I'll be maybe in El Paso, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. This is all this is all come up on me by surprise. This is one of those <laughs> things that you like. You, you're just like, oh, I scheduled a vacation for the end of June, and then the end of June's here, and you're just like, oh, right. what? I got to do this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to drive two thousand miles. What? <laughs> but. Uh, Anyway, hopefully I'm enjoying my vacation as you are listening to this. You will be. <laughs> yes, yes. Speak yes, it yes. into existence. There Speak it into existence. No, I'm very excited. I love uh, I love the western state of Texas. And I've never been to Big Bend. So, you mm. know. Oh, that'd so, be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Last week, we did the over-unders for the Power 5 teams in the state of Texas. This week, we are going on to the group of five, our beloved group of five, as everybody knows. And uh, let's just get right into it. Like I mentioned on the last one, these odds were provided by DraftKings. And for people who don't know, so the way that an over-under works is if you're over-under, let's say, you know, last week we talked about Texas Tech. The over-under was set at four and a half. It means that you can bet that either they go under that, so four or less, or that they go over five or more, and you basically win based on that. So if you win five games at Texas Tech, that means that you go over what Vegas predicted for you. Just to make sure, you know, I'm not a gambler. I know that sometimes it can get confusing to people. So hopefully that helps clear things up. We're going to start at the lowest in the state and then go to the top. And we're starting, uh, unfortunately, once again. No surprise. Yeah. Hey, now, with the UTEP Miners. <laughs> yeah. So I will say, this line to me is a, it, like we kind of talked about on last week's show, mm-hmm. there are a lot of prove it lines. Yes. There are a lot of, listen, I know what you got. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it before I can even talk to you. Right? right, right. And this is extremely one of those because I look at UTEP's schedule. To me, it would be very disappointing, like very disappointing to not win five games. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's not to say that it'll happen because guess what? UTEP hasn't won five games since 2014, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It's been a it's been a hot minute. Yeah, it was 2014 with Aaron Jones. They went seven and six and made a bowl game. Oof. A loss in the New Mexico Bowl. Yeah. So, that said, they have as favorable a schedule, especially in the non-conference slate, as you will ever have at UTEP, right? They play Bethune-Cookman in the non-conference as their FCS opponent. They go at New Mexico State, who played two games last year, both against transitioning D2 teams and went one and one They go at Boise State. We'll give them a pass for that one. Yep. <laughs> they play New Mexico, who's very much rebuilding as well. Mm-hmm. And then they play Old Dominion, who didn't play football last year and has yeah. a new coach. Like, if, if you can't get four out of those, then what are we doing here? We're talking about a new UTEP head coach. Mm-hmm. We are. Like, mm-hmm. like that's that's it. Um, because you mentioned Old Dominion. They're one, tw- I believe they're, let me see, I want to say they're 120th in SP Plus for yeah. next year, projected SP Plus. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the back half of that schedule does get dicey, right? It does. You do get, you do get. Uh, I mean, FAU is still not even that good. The FAU they're we're okay. used to. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. fine. Um, but you get UTSA, you get North Texas out on the road, you get Rice, and you get UAB. Like that, that's dicey, that's tough. right? That's tough. But they up almost until beat that point, UNT last year. Also, right. tr- like also a, true. And it was on the road. Right, well. right. So we'll, you know, game. it'll be it'll be beneficial for UNT to get them at home. But you know, still, that's until that point. Right, right. I think they could get those four wins at the very least push five i don't know and i would actually look additionally right so so let's just say let's just say for our sakes yeah. they go and win those four games that first conference game and those three non-conference games mm-hmm. then they go at southern miss and southern miss was awful last mm-hmm. year oh yeah no they had head coaches leaving left and right, right. <laughs> and will hall who's their no he- new head coach who yeah. i'm very optimistic about just very different than what they were doing before right. just very very different so you have a chance to potentially win what is that five of your first six games mm-hmm. and you're utep Right, yeah. this is UTEP that we're talking about, and then you just have to steal one somewhere. You can you can steal one against Rice. You can steal one at North Texas. You can steal one, you know, at FAU, like you guys mentioned. Yeah. Louisiana Tech, you know, they lost they lost a decent amount. And so, I mean, UTSA is likely a loss. UAB, almost cer- certainly a loss. But like, I'm not saying they're gonna definitely win any of the rest of those. Mm-hmm. But you'll have a shot. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment where having a shot has to pay off. So I'll tell you what, if UTEP goes under and only wins two games, then yes, we're going to have a new head coach at the yeah. University of Texas at El Paso. It would be unacceptable, right. just totally unacceptable. Especially, what is this, year four for Dana Dimmel. Yeah. He has his time. He's had his moment. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. Well, hey, guess what? We got both of y'all's teams back-to-back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We start off. With Mallory Hartley's fighting North Texas Mean Green, four, four. Oh my goodness! So basically, they're asking if Seth Luttrell is going to be the head coach next year yeah. <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> There's a lot of talk of him being on the hot seat. Yeah, it's rightfully deserved. The past yeah. couple of years, it'll w- again we will know at the right. end of this year. Right, we will it's definitely know. Right. So uh, the thing that I'll say is that, hey man, Ren Baker, we love you, but uh. What the hell were you thinking with this non-conference schedule? That's a you yeah. At SMU, at Missouri, and then in your in your light game, you host ranked Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Those are your three non-conference games. Again, when they shook hands on that Liberty deal, <laughs> they did not expect ranked Liberty to be coming no. to Apogee. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. <laughs> It'll be an exciting game, and like again, all those games at Missouri at, at SMU, like those are games that you should lose. You shouldn't feel bad about that. Right. There's a world where they can compete with Liberty. I don't know if they can beat them, but they can do something against them. But then the issue again is that uh, I I remember saying this back when I was at Baylor about the Big 12. Like, if you are good, the rest of the Big 12 is kind of fine. And Mm -hmm. so to to rise above that isn't super hard. Well, it's the same with Conference USA. If you're good, right, like, I I mean, we'll get to another one of these teams, right? If you're you're UAB, Mm -hmm. rising above a bunch of these teams isn't super hard. But if you fall a step behind, oh boy, yeah, everything's a disaster all of a sudden. Yeah, and just just quickly going through the schedule. So you get UAB at home. That's a loss to me. At Louisiana Tech, that's interesting, but that's tough. Marshall at home, that's a loss. Mm-hmm. At Rice, you should win, win, but it's on the road. Southern Miss, we just talked about, like you should win, but that's not easy. UTEP at home, you should win, but it shouldn't have been as close last year against mm-hmm. your back quarterback, know. right? Really don't know. At FIU, FIU sucks, so you better win that. <laughs> And then you get UTSA at home, and Jeff Trailer can just end Seth Luttrell's career right there. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. What happened? So I'm going to give, a point before, I, before I pass the ball to Mallory, 
give her thoughts. I'm going to give a glimmer of optimism versus Marshall. Okay. Okay. They're 110th in SP plus for offense. Really? They lost a ton. Wow. Defensively, top yeah. 50. Yeah. Right? Which, again, yeah. that's been UNT's Achilles heel is moving the ball consistently. Mm-hmm. Marshall's offense sucks coming back. That, I, I think that might be the least watchable game of the year, <laughs> potentially. Mm-hmm. But I will, give a, I will give a kernel of optimism for that game. Getting them at home, get Marshall at home, that is another benefit. And again, it's after. Here's the other thing: it's after Missouri, and that'll be like the okay, let's dust ourselves off yeah. kind of game, where it's like we got. Let's that. just forget about last <laughs> right, week. Right. We got Come done back with that with a vengeance. Cool. Well, now we can start playing football. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they also get Marshall on a short week though, because they pl- they play them on Friday, uh, so they have to go yeah. to Missouri, lose to the Fighting Greg that's, Teppers, and then go play Marshall. That just know. might be too much. Mallory, yeah, you know. ISO. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Basically, what y'all said. Um, I know. I know. Seth Charles brought in a couple of new coaches, which we're excited yes. about. Mm-hmm. You know, but I really looking at the schedule. I mean, and the whole quarterback situation is still right. shaky as right. well. And it's just after Mason Fine, it's just like they don't know what to do. Yeah. Right. You know. So you there don't is have that leader. You know, no one's been able to step up like Mason Fine has. That's been it's I, just I been question. shaky. I will give you two words. These are the two words that can change North Texas' season. And those two words are Jace Reuter. Yeah. If yeah. He's coming in from North Carolina, former blue chip kid, by the way, at North Carolina. He, he had the great misfortune of getting beat out by Sam Howell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And now the he's going to – A number top three pick. <laughs> right. Oh, dear. Oh, heavens. What a disaster. Yeah. So, Jace Reuter coming in North Texas, playing in a very quarterback-friendly offense. There is a path there, right, for this offense to get supercharged with just consistent quarterback play. I'm not asking him for him to go throw for 4,000 yards and complete 70% of his passes, but I will tell you, this North Texas offense last year completed 52% of his passes. What the hell? Mm-hmm. This is a quarterback-friendly offense. Like, that's not supposed to happen. So if they can get okay quarterback play, then I think that raises mm-hmm. the floor. You also expect that they won't have the worst defense in college football this year? You hope? Yeah. I hope. Mm-hmm. We all hope. But... <laughs> We'll see what happens. Yeah. If you had to go, uh, let's let's go around real quick. If you had to go over under on North Texas, over four, under four. I'm going over. Over. I'm going over. Mallory. I have to go over. I mean, I graduated <laughs> from there. I gotta go over. But no, I do think. I think they'll. I think there'll be some surprises this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Seth Lodrell is too good a coach. To, he's a great this to keep coach. Going, right? He's a great right. coach. Yeah. This, this can't keep happening. And he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I think that if I had to pick one, I think that I'd push. I think that four is probably like the easy number for them to get to. Mm-hmm. I don't see them going under that, though. Yeah. I, I see four as their floor. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so if I had to pick, are they going to go to three or five? I think that they go over, right? I, I think that they have a chance to, to go back to a bowl. But, who boy, it's going to be a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pain, <laughs> the Texas State Bobcats. Oh, man. Four and a half. Yeah. I mean, again, this is a this is when you, when we talked about show it to me. Yeah. Right. I don't care what you have coming back. I don't care about your hype. I don't care. This is a just do it because yes. we've been literally beating this drum. It's like, oh no, they're improved. Oh no, this is the year they're gonna get more than whatever wins. I don't blame any, but I'm really optimistic about this year. Yes. Right? I'm probably as optimistic as I've been in a while about this team. And you should be. And but I'm not going to blame anybody that says, yeah, we'll see. Right. (laughs) Win four games, win five games and we'll see. Um, 
and the, the schedule's not bad, no. right? I think no. Baylor's the only one where you – Baylor and Louisiana are the only ones – and Coastal. Coastal. Um, yeah. yeah, at the end of the year. But those three games are the only ones that you're like, ugh. But other than that, I don't want to say all of them are winnable because, yeah. I mean, there will be some stumbling blocks, I think. Arkansas State potentially has a chance to bounce back. Uh, Georgia Southern's going to be really interesting. But, I mean, FIU, UIW, Eastern Michigan, South Alabama, Troy's not that great right now. Uh, ULM dealing with a new coach as well. Uh, I think Bowden. Yeah, I know, right? Tommy, Terry, Terry Bowden, Bowden. Not even Tommy Bowden. Terry Bowden. The third uh, Bowden. Yeah, the other Bowden coach uh, is at ULM now. So you have a very manageable schedule. Um, I think that this is the team. I don't know. To me, this is a team that, again, they could fall. They could just disappoint again and win like four games. Yeah. I think they're. this is the biggest margin of error team, I think. Because yeah. I think it falls literally between four and eight. <laughs> like, looking at the schedule, I'm like, I could see the worst or the best possible outcome. Mm-hmm. Right. And it does have to be said, right? Yeah. I know that you know, unfortunately, the answer to this. Mallory, do you know the last time that Tech State won more than three games? Mm. I don't want to guess. I don't want to offend anyone. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so even. So, <laughs> I, I will say, they moved up to FBS in 2013. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, Based off of that, it has to be sometimes it's 2013. When do you think that the last time was? 2013. 2014. <laughs> See, come on, Mallory. Come on, such a hater. <laughs> you got one year off. <laughs> one year. Yeah. They've, they've, reading back, they've won two, three, three, two, two, three. That's got to change three sometimes. coaches in that span. What, what is that? I mean, they have been too good for this. Yeah, it's bad. No, it, it's been terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I mean – we can get into the whole, you know, Jake Spavital transfer strategy some other yeah. time, but at least what what he shows with that strategy is put up or shut up. Yeah, like this, I'm not here to talk about the future. I'm not here to talk about oh, we're building something. He's like, this team should be winning now. Is what yes. that recruiting strategy shows. Yeah, yeah, and it also says, hey man, we cannot fall this far behind UTSA. Yeah, we just exactly. can't. One hundred percent. They're and right get, down the road, and you get one year where you don't get them. Right. And then you get him again, and then you're compared literally on the same, you know, you'll be see, uh, see him on the playing field again. We're going to have to do, like, an oral history of that game last year and how it just changed everything for everyone, man. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Seriously. <laughs> All like, time. Forget, like, Brady McBride missing that game for COVID. It's, like, oh the third God. bullet point on that. The third <laughs> bullet point. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway. We are the Republic of Football Podcast. Uh, you can find all of our work at textfootball.com. Become a subscriber, by the way, at textfootball.com slash subscribe. Oh, my gosh. Take a deep breath. <laughs> We're good. Everything's good. But, guys, the magazine is here. It's exciting. We preview every single college football team in the state of Texas, whether you play in the Big 12 Conference or whether you play in, what is it, the Southwest Junior College yep. Football Conference, I think it is. We, we do it all. So if you want to get all of that, textfootball.com slash subscribe. Let's move on. We got the rice owls over here at five and a half. Mm. I feel like that's a little high. I don't know what to think about this team because they bring back We're a lot. We're basing of it off such so little. Yeah, they yeah. played five games last year and yeah. they went two and three, and one of those was a shutout against Marshall, <laughs> and the rest were disasters. One of them was a double doink, well, uh, triple doink, triple, triple. No, it was a quadruple doink. Quadruple doink. Yeah. Quadruple Field goal, doink. Like, I well, don't that's know. why it's I say I, I think it's it's a little high. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I could, I could see that. I agree. I think I agree with that. So when we send the magazine off to press, I think that I would agree that it's pretty high to me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not saying that they can't get there, but like it, it felt pretty high to me. Um, and one other thing that I will mention with all of this is that, do you know what their non-conference is? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. It's not great. At oh. Arkansas versus Houston at Texas. Lost, lost, lost. Yeah. Before we even start the season, right? You beat Texas Southern, but like you're one and three mm-hmm. to start conference play. So that means that you got to get five yeah. in conference play. So like I think this is an easy under for me. Like I, that's not to say that I don't think that they're gonna, I, I don't think they're gonna suck, but like. I don't think they're going to have a winning record in conference. Right. Right? I, think yeah. they, I think they could be pretty good and still not hit that. The thing that confuses me, and maybe Luke McCaffrey can help a little bit if he can win that starting quarterback job, but the thing that confuses me is I don't know what they're going to look like offensively. Mm-hmm. They bring in a new offensive coordinator in Marcus Tuyasasopo. They should air it out a little more than they have in the past, but – I don't know. I mean, do they have, with Austin Trammell off, Bradley Rosner is back, but do they have a second guy to air it out to? Yeah. That's my big question, is I don't know what they're going to do well offensively. Yeah. And you lose Mike Collins and Austin Trammell. If, the, if those two guys were back, they're in a bowl game this year. Probably, yeah. They're in a bowl game to me this year. And, and defensively, I think they're going to be really good, but offensively, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I think that when you look at – yeah, so I'm, looking at, so I'm looking at Southern, Southern Miss, right? Texas yeah. Southern, Southern Miss most likely wins. Um, then, of course, you get UTSA, UAB, probably two losses. North Texas. Critical game. Critical yeah. game. At very home. critical game at home. Charlotte, not as good no. as they've been. No. Winnable. Western Kentucky, winnable. You're going to you're gonna shade Bailey Zappi like that? I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Bailey. Hashtag Zappi gang. We'll see what happens, but winnable at home. UTEP, winnable. Winnable. La Tech, win. not, not as good. I'd, I'd say La Tech as winnable. Yeah. yeah. Based on uh, the one thing you put in La Tech is obviously that they've been good. Yeah. I think they lose. Right. They lose okay. a lot. They do. I, I think, think they lose I'm, a lot. Yeah, kind of but again, of. you've been you've been somebody who's paid attention to the Conference USA, so you know what they're capable of. So by that time, by the end of the year, they yeah. might be a lot better than where I'm That's projecting true. them right now. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 but I, so I, could Rice. Right. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I think that you hope that you could have gotten Louisiana Tech earlier in the year for yeah. sure. But like, like, let's just go through and count those. So let's just say La Tech winnable, UTEP winnable, Western Kentucky winnable, Charlotte winnable, North Texas winnable, and then Southern Miss and Texas Southern. So, okay, so I, that gives me seven truly winnable games. And I'd say only two more or less guaranteed wins. Right. Wins in favor. I was like, games you should be favored in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Southern Miss and Texas Southern. Yeah. So you have five toss-ups. I think at UTEP too, but yeah. Oh, two, yeah. Sorry. But, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's three. Yeah, that's three. I probably go under two. On you have that. to go to six. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's not going to cut it. So, I hope that they prove us wrong. We're big mm-hmm. uh, Mike Bloomgren fans over here, but it's it's going to be real tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah, be real, real tough. Did. Okay, this this one made me the maddest. I cannot believe this. It's in you at six. What are you talking about? <sighs> so so what this says to me? Yeah. What this says to me is that they're like, oh boy, they had this awesome quarterback, and that was their whole team, and that was the only right. thing they're good at. And that's just yeah. false. Yeah. That's just false. They have Ulysses Bentley, who's one of the best running backs in the yeah. state, coming back. They got Reggie Robertson, who I think is the best receiver in the state, coming back. They've got a really experienced offensive line that I believe returns four, if not five, starters. Defensively, we'll have to k- kind of wait and see. But they weren't awesome last year on that side of the ball. So, like, I, where does where do you get to five in that? I just don't understand. Here, here's where I will push back a little bit. I don't disagree. Right with with your with your uh, optimism about the roster, I agree with that. Their schedule, yes, is more interesting. It is. So I'd say, I'd say they start off three and zero. Yes. ACU, North Texas, LaTeX. Mm-hmm. We mentioned getting LaTeX early. Yes. So three and zero. 
after after TCU, which again was uh, probably we'll a loss. loss. Yeah, Let's say loss. USF. That's a win. That's a win. Mm-hmm. Navy. That's probably a win. Navy has not been as good as they have been. We talk about how the, the academies kind of only have like one good team, right. one okay team, one bad team. Right. Navy's the bad team right now. Tulane. We'll see. At home. At home. At home. Houston. We'll see. Yeah. Memphis, UCF, Cincinnati, Tulsa. For sure. So that's so, a, that. That's my only thing is that I see. I see four to five favorables, and then I'm I'm not struggling to find a win. They could pro- they could obviously pull a win against Memphis, who's rebuilding against mm-hmm. Houston, who we don't know about. But <laughs> I don't and know Tulsa, who lost a lot. and Tulsa. Tulsa, that's fair. Tulsa as well um, at the end of the year, but Tulsa did lose a lot. I so I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that six is what SMU is versus what the schedule they kind of drew. I, I think that's fair, but when you list it off. I counted six by the time you get to October 21st. Really? Because I think, yeah, I, I think that you win those first three games. Mm-hmm. South Florida. Tulane, I think, is a win. I think it's a win. Okay. I, yeah. I think that they yeah. lost a decent amount, and I think that SME is better, and it's at home. At Navy is actually probably more of a 50-50 game than Tulane today right now. Mm-hmm. I think that okay. Navy is going to be not great, but, you know, if, if you get Navy, that's mm-hmm. six right there. Then you go at Houston. I think SMU could be favored in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they're going to definitely win, but I think they could be favored. At Memphis, like you said, they lose a lot. You're kind of starting to get to the end of what, uh, you know, it's the beginning of the Ryan Silverfield era and the end of the Mike Norvell era. Yeah. What does that mean? You don't, you know, you lose a bunch of key players. Uh, UCF, that's going to be tough, even if it's at home. I think that's probably a loss. At Cincinnati, it's definitely a loss. And then you get Tulsa, who lost everybody, mm-hmm. right? I mean, half their defense is transferring now. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to find, like, one more win, I feel like, between – at Houston, at Memphis versus Tulsa, versus trying to find a loss fair, fair. out of the, the rest of that group yeah. without picking up any of those uh, wins, you know, losing every game from October 30th on. Yeah. And Houston, by the way, you get nine days to prepare for because you play Tulane on a, on a Thursday. So to me, the, the other thing, too, that I'll mention is that, okay, yes, Shane Michelle is better than any quarterback that they're going to play this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, like, Preston Stone can't eventually, but, like, right clearly, now. Yeah. clearly, right, now. right, you're going to downgrade at the quarterback position. But I don't think that they're worse anywhere else. And okay. I look at their offense, I think they're going to grow versus last year. I mean, my goodness, you saw Danny Gray, you saw Rasheed Rice, you, you get Reggie Robertson back. They haven't, they haven't lost a game with Reggie Robertson in the starting lineup since 2019, maybe mm-hmm. 2018. Like, that's crazy. They won 20 straight games when Reggie Robertson plays. This, this to me, I, I just don't see it. I, I don't see how they could possibly not make a bowl game. Mm-hmm. That, that's crazy talk to me. Sure. So, moving on. Again, that's the one that I'm mad at. On this whole <laughs> list of everybody, I get and, – and the thing is, I think, to me, is that, like you mentioned, a lot of the others are prove-it games, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's prove-it. Prove that you can win more than four Tech State. Prove that you can win more than three UTEP. This feels like a we don't believe in you. I was about to say, we yeah. don't believe what you've built so far. Right. And I, I just I just feel like if you pay attention, like, they've recruited two – awesome recruiting classes back to back they've gotten more transfers they've got tanner mordecai who you know if, if spencer rattler wasn't starting at oklahoma he could be the starter right now like mm-hmm. I, I don't know man i i just and and actually we'll, we'll move on right to this team to houston mm-hmm. who said at eight and houston's got I, a very easy schedule i will yeah. give them that yeah but I, still i don't see it i don't i don't, I don't see it i don't see eight and it's mainly because i don't know what they are Right, like I don't. We've we've talked about this, and this will literally be the drum we beat until we see them kick off against Texas Tech. Right, 
where we'll learn a lot about this team. But until that point is what is Dana Holgerson building? Because I don't feel confident. I'm going to, I'm just going to say under right now, just because I don't feel confident in what they have to firmly say yes, either right. push or over. Like, I don't know. And looking at their schedule real quick, let's, let's put tech aside for a second. Yeah. At Rice, that's a win. Grambling's a win. Let's just say Navy's a win. At Tulsa's 50, 50 let's say that they split uh, Tulsa and Tulane. Sure. So that's four. East Carolina's a win. Should be. Uh, SMU. SMU at home, let, let's just say that's a loss for this second. At USF is a win. And then you get, oh, at Temple. I mean, so, ooh, you get to eight pretty. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. you get at USF, then at Temple, which is a win. Memphis is probably a loss. At UConn's a win. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess you start asking that question pretty easy. And, like, they haven't – we're not even talking about them being good, Man. and all of a sudden we're getting to eights. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think that it's probably a push is what I'm thinking. I think that eight is probably right. Because yeah. I feel like, again, we're expecting them not to have, you know, this is, this is the favor, what should happen, right? right? We're expecting no letdown loss, no things like that. Right. Yeah, that's, man. That starts getting interesting. I'm going to say push <laughs> because I'm just very pessimistic right now. Right. I've been waiting for the it to happen for this team right it just hasn't so far yeah i'm gonna project and say that they lose both tech and smu but even with that they still can get to eight here's what mm, ecu ended the year yes really well but don't they lose that quarterback did they lose Uh, no i thought they were a freshman is it i thought holton Allers was a freshman uh i mean they might not be it might have been might have been on something i don't know uh, okay, he he was mm, sophomore. They haven't updated their roster. I don't okay. think in a while. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. It, I mean, that's gonna play a big part of. of okay, he is back. He is back. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I'm yeah, I just saw that. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So they he is ended, back. They ended the year very well. Yeah. So again, ECU, based off history, probably should be a favorite, but based off how they ended against a very, a very impressive win over SMU. Um, I don't know. Again, it's just like it goes into that. You're kind of. We're, uh, it, it says something that we're looking into ECU because we don't know what to think <laughs> about Houston. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Bush is right. Looking at their schedule, I mean, I know, I know that we looked at the schedule before the year, but yeah, just taking a second look at this, like, ooh, maybe some maybe of these teams they aren't might very creep good. Eight wins. Yeah. No, I, I think eight's reasonable actually. I, I was, yeah, I was, I was a little no, hot see, about you it. You see eight, and you're like, that's weird. Houston might not be right. very good, and right. then you're like, oh, their schedule might be worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I will say, right, like, this is the moment where if what Dana Holgerson has been saying is true, mm-hmm. this, this is, is when he expected. This is when it happens, yeah. right? It's yeah. hey, I've got two recruiting classes in here. We've got some good players coming in. We've got recruits that we like coming in here. And we started to see that a little bit yeah. on the field. Uh, but now you kind of have a changing of the guard at Houston where you lose some of your better players. This is really where the backups have to show up. And it has to be that. It has to be that the depth is there, right? And so, yeah, um, yeah I I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I think that Houston probably is as high variance a team as we'll see in a while. Let's finish up with UTSA. UTSA also said at eight. What are your thoughts? I think that's basically them hedging their bet. Right. Where it's like, we're not going to put all our chips in the table for Jeff Trailer, but we're going to set the bar a notch below that. Yes. We're going to say, like, we think he's a good coach. We think they have a lot coming back. Rightfully so. I, I think we can agree there. And we're there. it's a very measured response. If they win... If they win seven to eight games, it's, dis- it's quote-unquote disappointing. Right. Seven games is still, like... He's got something going. Yeah. Like, I don't – again, five to six is another story. 
if they miss a bowl out, obviously that's a disappointment. But seven, eight wins, I'm still you're yeah. still on the Jeff Trailer train. Yeah. And so I think this is them saying that they think UTSA will be good. But it's just okay. Now is this one of the top teams in in the group of five, or is this just another solid group of five team? Yeah, I think that's a very measured take, but still buying into the hype. Yeah. So just going through their schedule. Okay, let's just yeah. let's just for a second look at losable games. Okay, sure. not games that they will lose, but losable games. Mm-hmm. At Illinois is losable. Yeah. I think they'll win it, yeah. but it's losable. At Memphis is a loss to me. I, yeah. I think that's a loss. UNLV is a win. Uh, Western Kentucky is maybe losable. Um, depends again. Depends yeah. on how that offense clicks right. together. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a win, right? Yeah. Then I, I mean UAB at home. I think is gonna be one of the most interesting games of the year. And j- just let's go through. So it's at Illinois. Lamar is a win. Middle Tennessee is a win. At Memphis is a loss. UNLV is a win. At Western Kentucky is 50-50. Rice should be a win. At Louisiana Tech should be a win. Mm-hmm. If Louisiana Tech's a little down like we think they might be. At UTEP better be a win. Southern Miss is a win at home. UAB is that. I mean, we're going to circle that game mm-hmm. November 20th, I, I think. I, I've joked about it, but seriously, that, that should it's be like a road trip game for us where we all just go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, could decide, I think, uh, the, the division in yeah. a lot of ways. And then you finish at North Texas. That's a win. Are you sure? Are, are you sure that uh, Jay Schroeder's not going to throw for 350 yards? <laughs> pretty positive. <laughs> <laughs> They do lose a lot on the back end, of the, on the in the defense. So yeah. UTSA, I mean. So I don't know. By that point, we'll see what what Reuters got. But yeah, yeah. I, I would pencil that in. I would pencil that in as a win right now. So I mean, how many? I mean, we we got three, right? Like that are maybe losable. Yeah. And we think that Illinois. It's, is it's not be even win. like they're losable. It's it's a maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, like, if they beat Illinois, this is a lock to go over. Yeah. Right. A lock. Yeah. And I think they will. I don't think Illinois is going to be totally ready for what they're they're bringing no. out there. No, it is a Big Ten team. They have recruited, you know, Big Ten bodies on the defensive line and all that. Right. But I don't know. Hey, this is going to be the, the most interesting one of the year, right? Because we really feel like this is a team that uh, that has a chance to win 10 games. We're basically we're basically building the rocket to strap to their backs, like right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're like, you could just go into the stratosphere potentially. Mm-hmm. Or you could just stay here and we'll wait for next year, right? So it's 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 on the verge of something potentially. Now, listen, listen, I have to ask the both of you. Many people are asking, mm-hmm. many people are asking, uh, is this all just a creation so that UTSA fans are disappointed and this is actually conspiracy at the hands of a Texas State and North Texas grad? No comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with what you said. <laughs> I will reveal no such thing. <laughs> hey, listen, I got into a fight with uh, UTSA banned Twitter last oh year. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't need to oh my stir gosh. up the rest of You don't of need to keep going with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stir the pot more. See, Ish would have gotten into a fight with UTSA's football team, but, you know, he had yeah, no leg to stand that. on. No. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> this is a man. This is a tough year to not have that rivalry played. This would be a lot of fun to play that game. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> this is a perfect year to let that just go to the wayside for a little bit. Come back next year. We'll run that back. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, UTSA brings back so many of their best players. They also bring back twelve super seniors. Yeah, they're going to be playing with ninety-seven scholarship players. That's not fair. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah. But so, uh, like I said, this is a very, this is buying into the hype, but still being a tad measured. Yeah. Yes. Right. They're yes. going to be good. How good yes. exactly? That's what yeah. this is asking right. to me. The answer to me is really freaking good. Okay. Yeah. Let's go around for one second. Let's look at all 12 uh, over-unders that we looked at. Do any of them stand out to you? If you were going to make a bet, which we not saying that we condone gambling on yeah. this program, but if you were to make a bet, either over or under on one of them, 
Where would you start? I'll, I'll start. Mm-hmm. SMU over yep. to me. I mean, that's, I don't know. I, I just, I get it, mm-hmm. but I don't get it. I'm going under on Texas. Under on Texas. Under on Texas. Mm. That is, there's too many question marks. There are too many moving moving parts. Yes. For everything to be pretty hunky-dory and solid after one year. Yeah. And I think that the other thing that you say about the Texas line, too, is that they're not going to hit the over. At most, you're getting your money back. Right. Exactly. Right. So. Right. Mallory, what about you? Hey, I'm just going to say it. I'll go over on UTSA. Oh. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Look Even at if it's that. nine. Yeah. Nine wins. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over on them. Yeah. I mean, just looking at their schedule, like we mentioned yeah. earlier, like that there's no like for sure losses. They're no. all toss ups. The yeah. ones that we do think that they could potentially lose. That's true. Because you even go on the road to Memphis and it's like, I think I'm going to, I think bowl. Illinois is a win. Illinois is a win. I watched the, I watched the Big Ten. I think, I think <laughs> I'm Illinois so sorry. is a, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to, we don't have to mention <laughs> that right now. But I think Illinois <laughs> is a completely beatable team. Yeah. I mean, and if they beat Illinois, then like Memphis is like the like, tough game, and they can beat. That's they can it, win. right? The rest of the way, you're just coasting the right. rest of the way. Right, right. I don't want to jinx it, but <laughs> UTSA I'm rooting for you all season. <laughs> wow, wow! Don't let <laughs> Ashley hear this. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, we'll just cut it." <laughs> well, thank you so much to everybody for joining us. You can find all of our work at TexasFootball.com. You can find us on Facebook, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You can find us on Twitter at DCTFCFB. Become a subscriber, TexasFootball.com/slash/subscribe. Guys, we put so much dang work into this magazine and really year-round as everybody knows uh i think that i've counted before i write more than thirty thousand words of college content for this magazine like come on thirty dollars for a year's worth of this stuff come on guys help us out help us out here you guys know that you want to but anyway we really appreciate all of you again textwall.com slash subscribe is the way to do it for ishmael johnson for mallory hartley i'm shahan J. raja thanks so much for joining us and we will be back with you guys again next week